0: All right, guys, before we get started, I want to talk really quick about our sponsor, and that's Patch Junkie Shop. Uh, patch Junkie Shop is an Etsy shop that specializes in uniquely designed patches. Their stock includes everything from military-style morale patches to designs that reference popular culture. They also sell patch-related stuff like patch mats and patch bags that you can stick your patches to. So if you get a chance, go to their website. It's www.patchjunkieshop.com, and use the promo code Salumis for 10% off of your order. Once again, that's S-A-L-U-M-I-S-T and instantly get 10% off. Um, I want to also talk about Skype. That is who we've been using as of late to do these podcast episodes Uh, because we want to exercise caution and really pay respect to the social distancing and the different types of uh, rules and regulations that are going out there right now. Uh, We chose to use Skype to hold a lot of our episodes. So Skype isn't the only platform out there that will allow you to do this kind of stuff. So if you have anything like Google Hangouts, if you have Zoom, Zoom uh tons of other platforms out there that allow you to connect with other people and really get whatever message that you have out there or if you just want to connect with any of your friends and loved ones there's tons of platforms out there but if you want a good example of one skype is what we've been using and i highly recommend that all right let's get into the show hey guys welcome to another episode of the salimus podcast Today, Chris and I try to understand why people seem to want to fight so hard to preserve the Confederate flag and its monuments, which are quite rightfully causing issues among blacks and other people of color. We try to make sense of the thoughts and feelings expressed by their supporters, and we try our best to show some kind of empathy towards a cause that we are both highly against. But when you do what we do, you have to try your best to remove yourself from the equation and objectively examine things. And while our feelings do come out at times, the hope is that you can at least appreciate the attempt at seeing the other side, which is something that I feel that we should be doing more of. Towards the end of the episode, you hear us come to a point or even a revelation, if you will, that gives us a different way to think of this topic. I do something a little bit different in this episode in that I start it uh, about 15 to 20 minutes after um, after we're actually recording. So it, there won't be much of an intro, but I just really want to get straight into the topic. So without further ado, I present to you episode 889, Heritage, Hate, and Everything in Between. fighting the fight better than I could. And it just seems like they, they have more energy than I do right now, but I know that I'll, I'll get it back and I'll be able to be as effective as I'd like to be. But right now it's kind of a period for me where I'm just like, okay, sit back, breathe a little bit, you know, help out when I, when I can, you know, I've, I've certainly had a lot of people ask questions and say things uh, over the internet and, while I'd love to be able to have them on the show, I also don't want these certain people on the show because they're just fucking dumb. And so I'd rather just say something uh, to them online. But it, largely, it's been telling people, especially when it comes to the Confederate flag, like, guys, l- read the history. <laughs> just read it. Like if, if the secession letters doesn't tell enough of the story for you. Then we should. We're not even. We shouldn't even be having this this discussion because your mind. You were never really open to to learn anything.
1: <laughs> well, you know in, I mean? e- well, and even even the logic, the 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 last I guess hill to die on is well, my my ancestors didn't have any money. They didn't. Oh, God, they yeah. didn't. They didn't own slaves. They yeah. were poor white, and they were just fighting for. Uh, states rights and uh and really the union was just fighting to 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 keep the union together and not so much to uh emancipate slaves and again mm-hmm. i understand that there was some nefarious political shit that was associated with it like it's not as though like lincoln has some questionable ass quotes yeah, where he's yeah. like says like that he doesn't inherently believe that the negro is the equal of yeah. The white man and shit like
0: that, and he that. paid the uh, people former slave owners way more reparations. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, they gave Abs- them tons of money for lost wages.
1: Absolutely, and then and then Lincoln's ass too. Like Lincoln was a Melungeon He had was it Marfan syndrome, but uh, yeah, Lincoln was technically our first non-white president. But they try to eat him alive and. Uh, during his campaign and, and even like the the buildup to the Civil War, it was all like that he was part Negro and all this yeah. shit. But but anyway, the the hill that they die on is that, you know, we we weren't slave owners. We were mm-hmm. just fighting for states rights. And that argument, if you get down to the fucking root of it and I don't I don't give a fuck. I mean, man, I don't have a goddamn dog in the fight. I'm not here to rain on any anybody's rural fucking parade and pride or anything. But you can have pride in your history independent of that symbol. And also yeah. um, the argument basically eats itself because you're saying you were a subjugated white fighting for yep the wrong side of history, basically, yeah. that your ancestors were subjugated. That's what that's what you're telling me. So you're telling me that the, the Confederacy wasn't really that fucking great to goddamn begin with. Mm hmm. Like, what were you fighting? What were your ancestors fighting for then?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, they 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 know exactly what they were fighting for. And the, the people that were fighting the war, they knew exactly what was going on. You know, while some of them didn't have slaves, they would have loved the opportunity to be able to have them. You know, I think. That oh, yeah. That, and they love being able to treat it.
1: Well, they they love even if they had no education, no money. Yeah, <clears throat> they love to have somebody be the lowest. No matter how I got it, I can still be like, well, at least I ain't one of them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that was always the that was the big thing. But, you know, when I see a lot of the people getting I just don't understand the how people don't see how it uh, how it it does cause harm, seeing things like the the Confederate flag. and And I don't know who made the argument that it was erasing history like bitch i i've never seen a a monument to the to the spartans or anything i've never seen any shit like that and even i know what it is you know what i'm saying it's like you could mm-hmm. just learn about it you can just go read about it it doesn't mean that the history just disappears you can still teach the history like it just makes no sense why people are like oh we're gonna forget and truthfully bitch i'd love if people forgot about the Like, you know how many fucking like armies that have lost are just forgotten? Tons of them.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Countless civilizations wiped out entire languages and bodies of knowledge just wiped off the face of the fucking planet. It's 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 history is written by the
0: winners. What is what is letting these people think that they still won somehow? Well, but that,
1: that's also the thing is that, again, that's another argument that eats itself. It's mm-hmm. if the if if history, if you were if you get one of those types of cats to say that history is overwhelmingly written by the winner, which mm-hmm. is not an unreasonable like point to bring somebody to, yeah. you'd be like, OK, well, where we're at right now, since history was written by the winner, is it is it not entirely well, is it not somewhat reasonable to assert that maybe that information is a little bit fucking skewed? Yeah, like the the version of history that we're taught is mm-hmm. fucking skewed. And and I will say from the time I was in elementary school or whatever, um, I mean I learned at home. Like yeah. at home, at home I was taught that. Like my daddy growing up always said to me, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. He fucking invaded it. Like I grew, I grew up hearing that on the fucking regular. So it was just inundated in me to be like, okay, this is lightweight bullshit. They're trying to feed us. But I remember the progression as we went up through school, even on into high school. Mm -hmm. Um, the textbooks would, would call, um, slaves. The people that were stolen from sold stolen whatever from their fucking homeland and brought to Mm -hmm. the united states or cats that was bred here yeah um they would refer to uh africans uh, during that time period as um immigrants migrants Uh immigrants instead of exactly what the fuck they are and it made it seem like and it also, again, it, it, it sugar-coated the dynamic between whites and American Indians as well all along yeah. the way. It, yeah. it, it was very innocuous. Everything, even into fucking high school, where you have these minds that are open and burgeoning, and you could fill them with this information that will facilitate them in a way that they'll be like, holy shit, reality is a lot more subjective and buck wild than I could ever imagine, so I need to check myself. No, they give them this bullshit. They give them this TV dinner-ass version of history. And then we, and then they don't get any better. They get fucking worse. They just sit around in their echo chamber with their dumbass peer group saying the same shit, miserable as fuck, want other people to be god. Guide- and then they get in an argument with you online because you're trying to genuinely fucking help somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and you know the, the one argument, too, that I never understand... Like every, <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm just sitting on my friends, uh, my buddy's wall, but it's like, it's the same type of person that they're like, well, the Democrats wanted slavery back then. And I don't know
1: how oh, much yeah. I have to tell people. Hey, like, the Republicans, but like Lincoln was a Republican. And yeah.
0: It's like, we, the, the parties are not the same. And so I had to explain to a dude. I was like, I bet you didn't know that, uh, the Republican party actually needed big government back then. And, you know, one of the reasons why they needed it is because that was a time where a lot of big corporations were forming and they needed big government to make big changes. And then after, you know, they were, you know, solidified in their positions and stuff like that, then they went back to, Hey, small government, small government, you know what I'm saying? And so people just don't understand that the parties even back then are not the same, as they are now hell even the parties now aren't the way that they were 10 20 years ago like there's a massive shift in the in not only the perception of the parties <laughs> oh the
1: parties lord now. yeah yeah <laughs> you know? dude like <clears throat> and, and and honestly i think there's been a uh, the republicans have been whatever half of this fucking pageantry ass bullshit they try and pull on us try to act like Nancy Pelosi. Oh she tore up a piece of paper. This yeah. fucking this white lady is our fucking vindicator. Did you see how she tore up the piece of paper? She wasn't even gonna <laughs> look at it. Like we're not buying the shit anymore. And, yeah. and 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 not to say that there haven't been people and they they can shut the fuck up, be quite honest with you. They're like well, I had never bought it. I had never yeah. No, like active participation in our social system for the betterment of our social system, I feel like is for a able-minded, able-bodied, if, if so individual, it's, it's their responsibility. It's, it's our responsibility to contribute into society at large in some way. And motherfuckers equate contributing to them going and fucking drawing a paycheck. Just punching a card, running a goddamn machine and making some other motherfucker money mm-hmm. that doesn't, that doesn't better society in any way, shape, form or fashion. It's just this perpetually tightening, like, corral system of money. Yep. And so they, they, what are they fighting for? Again, it's the confederacy. It's fighting for, you're fighting for your own fucking subjugation. Again, mm-hmm. right, right in front of us. We're yep. watching. You are, this is a huge indictment of you. If that is who your ancestors are, yeah, you are doomed to repeat that same fucking shit in mm-hmm. some manifestation if you don't learn from it. If you're sitting yep. around just celebrating it.
0: And they think that you're doomed from having, from, um, from getting rid of all this stuff. I think you're doomed by, you know, by celebrating it as much as you are.
1: Oh yeah. Again, like I said, they they're celebrating their, their subjugation.
0: Yeah, man. It's,
1: there, there are layers to this shit, just like how there was uh, slaves that were in the house and then slaves that were out in the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a division between deliberately a, a division yep. drawn between that. Yeah. um, we, It would be lunacy to pretend that southern like rural poor whites weren't any whites. Weren't mm-hmm. on that social scale some fucking way, or, you know? Yeah. Um, one tier above, uh, uh, uh a house slave, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I wasn't motherfucking there. I don't know the ins and outs of social dynamics and like motherfuckers coming over to your crib and it's, you got a lot of money and you, I, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. that shit worked, but I do know that, that fundamentally now we do have a group of people. That are, that are trying to die on the same hill that yeah. they're, they're victimized. Yes. Part, part of, part of the surrender, pro, what was it? Robert E. Lee, part of, uh, the surrender was that the, uh, Confederate soldiers would be considered, um, American soldiers. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that was part of the,
0: and the not agreement. straight POWs.
1: Yes. And, um, Well, and, and then like, and burials too, like they, Mm -hmm. they are buried as American soldiers. Yeah. And, uh, fuck, I don't even know where I was going with that shit, but it's just, it's absolute goddamn lunacy to me. Why? What, what is the root? Now, if we remove our emotion and our frustration Mm -hmm. from this, what, what do you think it is they're, they're holding on to truly? Um. And again, we got to remove we got to like suck all yeah, the yeah, air yeah. out of our like frustration and judgment.
0: Yeah, I think that they <clears throat> I think that media has certainly um there was there I think that there was a point in time where media, movies, all that kind of stuff made it a cool thing, right? Just in the same way that um
1: like Ed uh, Duke's a hazard.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, But in the same way that black people, if you and I'm doing air quotes, reclaim the N-word, you know what I mean? Like and made it a thing. It's almost like they took something that was once shameful or whatever and, and stood for treason and all that kind of stuff, and they made it their thing. That's all yeah. that I can think of to be a hundred and fifty percent like objective of it. That is the only way that I think. And then I think that just in the same way that it was, the word was proliferated, proliferated in, in rap music and stuff like that. This same thing happens in music and, and movies. And it, then when you start to see people like when you see crazy ass dudes like Dukes of Hazard sporting it and, you know, they're they're fighting crime and they're doing this that, or the other doing you see, crime. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're doing all sorts of heroic shit or something like that. It's like the narrative and I'm just guessing here. Okay. It's like, it's almost like the narrative might've gotten changed. where I was like, Oh, I can do good things and sport this flag. And they were also wild and crazy and shit. And so I think that people attach that to the, to the whole part of the culture and they choose to see that kind of stuff a lot better than, you know, the actual truth behind it, in my opinion.
1: So that's like it, it. And again, we'll say it's overwhelmingly rural white Americans yeah. that that are down with this shit.
0: Cause, because um, I don't see any other conservative white American or anyone well, su- supporting the flag. They're just like, well,
1: but but it. again, that's that's the fucking thing. Okay, we talk about um, how the term proper English mm-hmm. is inherently prejudicial. Like it's it's. Um, uh, a, a reductionist uh thing to do <clears throat> to somebody in regard to their own culture. Yeah. And if you look at uh both the black community and if we if we refocus we look at it through the lens of the co- of the redneck manifesto that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um it it really to me it seems as though they might just be clinging on to an aversion to to the overarching social system and and their aversion to the overarching social system is predicated on something that inherently is in in kind of conflict
0: mm-hmm.
1: with and the entire other half of yeah. People that are, that are over our fucking social system. And I, I don't know if that is, de- I, I would imagine it is, uh, deliberately fostered that you're like, hell yeah, you go ahead, you have your rights, you do your shit this way. Um, mm-hmm. but again, it's, it, it isn't just, we, we have to, we have to, again, let's not be reductionist of low SES, rural white Americans who, haven't really had much of a fucking chance in this country since the goddamn beginning either. Um, it, it wasn't as bad. Obviously.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It was different and it's mm-hmm. still been going on and it's generation after generation after generation. So we have to fucking acknowledge that they might legit not fucking get it. First of all, secondly, not associated with anything inherently hate-based because they mm-hmm. just don't dig that far, mm-hmm. and it, it it is the one. It, wh- what other symbol do, does that group of people have to fucking cling on to, like that they could just be like, "Hell yeah, fuck the system." Woo, yeah, proper English could suck my <laughs> dick again. And and these aren't necessarily bad human beings. Yeah, these are not people that we have to throw in the fucking trash. Yeah. Um, cultural relativism is a motherfucker. So if, if, if we're going to be on the right side of history, then we can't be fucking bullies completely. And we have yeah. to acknowledge the validity of their identity as human beings. Mm-hmm. So re- legit, like, where else are they going to look like and see, and, and see themselves? Yeah. Where? Everybody no wants, to, that's, that, that has been a big fucking thing. And I'm not sitting here in the pulpit, like advocating for, mm. uh, the rebel flag or the Confederate flag by any means, but that's always been a big thing for, for any marginalized group is, is, is seeing themselves represented in some capacity. Yeah. Where is this group represented? That's, that they're not disparaged, that they're not openly and actively ridiculed. And it's the only group that's subjugated that it's it's okay to actively and openly fucking ridicule. Yeah. Rednecks. Rednecks, A- yeah. Again, let's let's remove the racist element. We'll just mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. rural white Americans, rednecks. What what else they got?
0: I don't know Where, what else they have.
1: They don't. They're not yeah. represented. They're not represented in media except for like honey boo boo and bullshit like that.
0: Yeah. Duck Dynasty so, so, and all that
1: shit. Absolutely. So so compared to that, if if I may be so fucking bold, I think it's more grotesque, just yeah. openly grotesque. The media manifestations of how rural white Americans are—the mm-hmm. Duck Dynasty bullshit, the Honey Boo Boo bullshit—glosses over an enormous amount of like rich identity and like gentil- gentility. I mean, there there's a lot of shit going on, right? Yeah. It's I more also, it's more gro it's more inherently grotesque than a piece of cloth with something on it. That does again represent something fucking horrendous yeah. to another group of people and they just I, don't I, goddamn get it.
0: I also think that there is a when you would see people like the KKK and and other types of white separatist groups and stuff Like flaunting the flag everywhere, especially at different types of events where there were a lot of African-Americans or anything like that, you know, back in the 50s and 60s and stuff like that, when you would see them flying that around, it would it would instill fear in black people. And when you have someone that you're scared, that is scared of you, there's a there's a bit of superiority that comes from that, too. And I think that it's that like subconsciously, it is a um, a way to sort of show your superiority, if you will, especially when you're low SES and uneducated and all that kind of shit. So it's like, what else, what else do you have? You know it's what I mean?
1: F- yeah, it's a flex on some. Yeah, level. It's, a,
0: it's a flex. That's what it kind of seems like, too.
1: Well and and, and again, well and again, I know motherfuckers straight up. I mean, I'm from Kentucky, um of blended ancestry. Um grew up predominantly around black folks, but I mean, I know a lot of rural white folks and shit too. Yeah. But, uh I really think that for the most part, that shit uh is completely innocuous to them as far as the racial element. Yeah. I think, I think they, they want so bad. That's why they go to such great lengths to say it wasn't about slavery. It yeah. was about states' rights. And what we're not realizing with some of these people, and, and I may now just be realizing because I've been very critical of these folks too, that to them, their understanding of history from their subjugated like fucking chaircropper ancestors. Yeah, it, it, it was just about states rights to them, to mm-hmm. some of those fucking people. They were spoon fed bullshit, too. This has been going on an active bid to manipulate society has been going on for as long as any society has existed, man. Yeah. And let, let me let me and- you do it politics and religion. I mean, that shit predates even the terms politics and religion by far,
0: but I want to read this. It says the flag now seems to appeal to people who share demographic characteristics and partisan affinities rather than history in 2015 in a 2015 poll, people who made under $50,000 supported the flag by 16 percentage points more than those who made over $50,000. Similarly, those who had not attended college were were 18 percentage points more supportive than the college educated. Uh, it says a still larger difference existed between rural and urban support. Sixty percent of rural residents favored keeping the flag up, while only 36 percent of city dwellers did. Partisan divisions were equally significant. Seventy percent of Democrats agree that the flag should come down from government buildings, whereas only 39 percent of Republicans do
1: interesting so, huh? so well so again do, do could we entertain the notion that this is I won't say calculated but a mm-hmm. measured a yeah. measured um kind of phenomena whereby we piss off a whole bunch of low SES white people to get them yeah. to do what we want yeah
0: that's what it seems like
1: well, and we're and we're buying it though, like yeah. we're fucking buying it. But I will say again, like absolutely one hundred percent, fuck them statues, like yeah, yeah spe- fuck them all. especially and and again, we, I was talking to Tyler about this shit in the car, like when mm-hmm. we were doing the moving job, and I was like, even to me, there's even a and and this is just to me, and it you can have anybody can have their own fucking opinion. You could kiss my motherfucking ass if, if you don't like mine. But yeah. I'm just saying, even if if I were looking at a statue that was made like solid bronze in the fucking eighteen hundreds and then I'm looking at some some jank, hollow, foldy bullshit that was erected in the 1950s is mm-hmm. basically like altars to subjugation and racism. Yeah. Um I can I can see even a slight difference there. I'm not saying don't take the other one down mm-hmm. and maybe maybe put it that motherfucker in a museum. Fuck it. I don't yeah. care. And people are <laughs> like
0: those are museums. I was like no, it's not.
1: It's it's public, it's public yes. lands and and a, a the African American community should not have to pay taxes.
0: No. To, exactly. To see
1: to see that shit, okay. If you want to leave the like, monuments up, then black folks don't have to pay taxes. Yeah,
0: that's. I mean, that sounds fair, <laughs> because that's that is problem
1: the, solved. Kalu, I mean, all right. It was a good podcast. Yeah, I'm man. I'll, I'll talk down. to you later
0: on, man. I'll see you, bud. Take care. <laughs> I'm making chicken and scallop potatoes and shit. So, are are uh, you? You uh, ever make has You ever make Hasselback potatoes? No, I've never heard of that. Bitch.
1: Get you some, get you some Russian fingerling, like golden yeah. little fingerling potatoes yeah. and a, in a big spoon and put one of huh? the bitches in the spoon and cut it in little like millimeter slices. But the spoon will prevent it from going all the way through. So you've got this like complete solid piece of potato that's just like completely like sliced up. And then yeah. you roast those bitches. And oh. then you put put like a hollandaise or something on them and they make your panties explode off
0: <laughs> your panties explode off. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that a shot. The but I hassle, really do think back potatoes. I really do think that um, um, it is, you know, when you when you have something like a a statue sitting on a public uh, you know, a public area, it is everyone in the in the within the city limits or whatever you want to call it, their tax dollars are paying to maintain it. And I, at, on paper, yes, it does seem fine. Like, Oh, just don't pay taxes for it, but people will, will pay increased taxes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that shit means so much to them. But I think that they should be in a separate area, in a private area, a private museum, if you will, and let people pay fees to keep that shit there. If you like it look, so much, don't put it on everyone else to pay. That sounds like their mentality when you talk about immigrants, when you talk about I'm all look, the other things.
1: But check his shit out. I own uh, I don't know. I probably get in trouble for this. I don't know. I, I ain't trying selling it. And I I yeah. guess I can own this motherfucker. But during World War II, um after the Allied victory, they took all the Nazi Mausers and yeah. like took took every piece basically yeah. apart and then and then threw them in piles. Mm-hmm. And then those piles got, you know, repurposed. So a lot of Mausers from that era are a mishmash of pieces from different guns.
0: Yeah.
1: I, being a Melungeon man, am in possession of a fucking Nazi Mauser mm-hmm. with and now you've seen it. It's got yeah. goddamn multi falcons and yeah. swastikas and shit on it. Uh, they're small they're like watermark type deal Mm -hmm. like next to serial numbers but they're on that motherfucker Mm -hmm. i own a piece of nazi bullshit yeah to me it's a war trophy it's like a fucking it's like a nazi scouting to me off yeah it's like yeah that's why like my my mixed blood granddaddy fucking took it off of a motherfucker so it's like what what a better place for it to be than in the yeah. hands of somebody that is the opposite of an Aryan like I'm yeah. just like ah, ha, I will fire your gun I will yeah. lay naked in bed with your gun <laughs> there's nothing you
0: because scouts but, decompose so
1: <laughs> yeah but guns don't as quickly yeah. but again like there are they're, they're there are levels to this shit. They're not absolutes. Everything's context based. And so, like you said, private collections, fuck yeah, by all means, like, um, again, something that's constructed meticulously, even though it's, a, again, you know, when, uh, Notre Dame, burnt and everybody was shitting a fucking brick and they were like
0: their Facebook things
1: yeah and they're like so sad and all these billionaires chipped in to like help get it restored and everybody was mad at me because I was like fuck that place yeah it was built with blood and sweat and slave labor and fucking but uh, the thing is like with these and I don't I don't know why I went on that diatribe. I'm sorry, y'all, but uh, there is a historical artistic, that's what I was getting at. I can goddamn acknowledge that that thing was a, is a fucking marvel of human creation. It doesn't mean that that human creation wasn't predicated on something fucking terrible in my from my perspective. Yeah. Okay, so if I look at these statues and shit, something that was constructed, like, right at, at the end of the Civil War, I can totally see people having a visceral response of being like, no, preserve that, put that in a fucking museum. We can talk about it goddamn objectively, whatever. You can shit on it if you want to, but also again, private collection, museum, whatever. At the same time, the outrage that people have, I don't think that, that it alleviates things that are potentially monuments or works of art. I, I, I don't think that it, it means that they are, um, they should be or are immune to being pulled down. Like, you know, shit of Christopher Columbus that's been up for goddamn ever, fucking bring it down, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I will draw a distinction again between that kind of thing And these hollow, just grotesque testaments to white supremacy that were erected in the 1950s that are coming down. Every time one of 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 those does. Well, every time one of those motherfuckers comes down, I'm like, absolutely, like, fuck you 100%.
0: And you know the one thing, too, that, that I also think about? I think that a lot of people wave the flag because they might feel that they're, and I'm doing my air quotes, their race is sort of threatened or their lifestyle is threatened. Now I'm going to read something. It's a little bit uh, lengthy, but bear with me here. It says what's more, focusing on the Civil War origins of the flag ignores the divide within American society today. One that transcends geography and in, uh, in which so many blacks and whites have a sense of grievance. More than region, race, and racism shape attitudes towards the flag. The, the sense of grievance among flag supporters rooted in the fear that whites are losing their influence and their opportunities in a changing America has made it a potent symbol waved in defiance of a perceived economic and cultural elite that supports his removal. How often do you see people, you know, th- thinking that it's, oh, it's liberal elite? you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when they use the term liberal, they do think of people that sort of point their nose up to them, you know? Right. They think of the college educated and you, they think of the people that make more and they think of the people that look down on them. And that's what really circles back to the whole like doubling down on that whole like dupes of hazard type shit where it's a bunch of dumb rednecks who can do heroic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, like they, they, but they
1: don't all. have no heroes, man. We call yeah. their heroes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we, so we, they,
1: we, we legit do like we don't we don't allow we don't allow them to have fucking heroes. But yeah, but uh, again, I guess, and I'm not super familiar. Goddamn, I don't know who, like, who really like Tim McGraw and like people like that. Or I don't, I, I don't know much about NASCAR or any yeah. kind
0: of shit like that. But it's just a lot of left turns.
1: Well, it one, it really <laughs> fast. Yeah. But but I I don't see. Again, I see pretty much. A heroic, noble manifestation of most any subjugated group represented in the media on TV shows. Um, yeah. but I, I never, I hardly ever see it for that group. Now, I will say you have people like Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. who is kind of like judging from some of the shit that he said. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin seems like he's pretty much on the level, but that's the thing. Are I have to, I have to say, are we looking at a a culture that is inherently fucking racist and not deliberately? So,
0: well, I, well, I think the thing for that is yes, I I do believe there is racism in the culture, but what I also think is that they're also scared to let go of it because this new America that is forming, it does threaten them. And they haven't been given any sort of, um, reassurance that they're going to be included in that new America because historically the South is poor. The South is illiterate. The South is, and, and you could even read all the books after the Civil War. The place got raped. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it got destroyed. Like in all the, the good stuff, if you will. In terms of innovation or whatever, it all went up north where it's like all that they would use the south for was its crops and stuff like that. It's certainly nowhere near as developed as, you know, coastal and, and northern uh, areas. And so I do think uh, in the in the small sliver of of empathy um, that I that I can somehow manage is that maybe they wonder if they're going to disappear And while I would I wouldn't mind if they all disappeared in every sense of the word, I also still think like they might think that their way of life or their current way of life may not be sustainable in the newer America that is to come. And I see it do coming, you know, you know, people have people are living closer together. And in in that sense, like, you know, people are getting into apartments, they're all wired, they're on, you know, the internet and all that kind of stuff. And these, these folks largely are like, I'd like to be rural and leave, you know, be away from stuff. And, you know, there is that, that development keeps coming into those smaller areas and turning them into a, a, a way of life that doesn't match their own. And so I think in the next hundred years or so, I see, them being even more threatened than they are right now. Yeah.
1: And, and that's something that
0: we need. I think that that's something that we
1: urgently need to address. That's that's quite possibly at the root of this, Mm -hmm. that people that are so-called progressive Mm -hmm. and, and I include you and I in that like progressive individuals Mm -hmm. are not acknowledging that like within We can't just say white and be done with it. No, we can't. We can't say white and be done with it because there is a motherfucking gulf of difference Mm -hmm. between low SES whites and even upper middle and up whites. A gulf of fucking difference. And again, like my family... Even though we're a blended ancestry, we've been well educated. But I have seen the shit firsthand. I know yo ass has seen the shit firsthand. Where you know, you know that you're different than them, and they make sure you know. And you know damn well that they're if they look down their nose in any way, shape, form, or fashion, or look at you like some kind of freakish anomaly, you can only imagine how they hate how they look at other white people Mm -hmm. that. That they, that don't measure up to what they feel like is a uh, success. Yeah. You can only imagine where that disconnect is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the vitriol and hate and, uh, it, 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 it it's misplaced or it, it's just sitting there idle without anywhere to direct it because a lot of people aren't willing to make the acknowledgement that the system that they serve, that they take pride in, that's intrinsically tied to their identity is subjugating them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this shit real quick. Cause it's, it's funny, but it also like goes to my point. Tyler shared this. It's a meme. It says nobody. And it says t-shirt worn by a lady arguing with Walmart cashier. Mm-hmm. Yes. My husband is a proud American welder who was born in February and he will straight up murder you to protect me. And it's got yep. bows and all that shit. That's the fucking thing, man. Yeah. That's the goddamn recipe is that we're looking at a group of people that nobody seems at least some of them. There's some yeah. innocent folks amongst them, mm. and it's not like black and white either. Like there's yeah. gray areas with that shit, too. Um, we'll say there are people that are not beyond repair or or understanding or bridging that fucking gap with. But they, they they're being stripped they're they're losing ground every fucking day and they're clinging on to anything they can in order to take pride in their own identity and and again i'm making that meme is making fun but that's really kind of a indictment of where that group is like Mm -hmm. okay well how am i going to take pride in something i'm going to take pride in the fact that i work a blue-collar job i don't bother nobody i do x y and z Mm -hmm. okay um what kind of life is that? Because I don't I I don't see other groups doing that to the same degree. Mm-hmm. At least in the United United States. I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't see uh um middle class white folks or I, I'd say people that make about as much money like somewhere between you and I. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't see black folks tripping like that. Their identity is not inherently fucking tied. To what they do to the same goddamn degree, yeah. And I, I really now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, we have to. We've spent so much time beating down uh, white people for using the term. Uh, well, they just say racism. Really, yeah. the ones that, that feel it say ra- racism, and then there's another a subgroup of neckbeards that say. Reverse racism, which is Mm -hmm. bullshit, but the the term racism is a blanket term and it's it's context based. You can talk about systemic racism. It's racist to say that that uh, Asian people are good at math. It's racist to say that that Kalou is a good is probably a good fucking dancer. It's Mm -hmm. it's racist to say those things, but they're not pejorative things. They're not negative fucking things. So if we're going to talk about racism in general, we have to look at it as this big umbrella fucking thing. But whenever it suits people that want to throw other people in the trash, all of a sudden there's a very rigid definition of what racism is. Mm-hmm. And so just because white people make up the majority, let's let's control for socioeconomic status. Let's control for uh, locality mm-hmm. and compare group stats. Yeah. And and largely rural whites, aside from, you know, policing and municipal law enforcement coming and fucking with them over meth labs or whatever the fuck they're doing. um, They're largely, I would say, less uh subjugated just by virtue of the fact that they're not in a concentrated area like black folks are yeah. tend to be in a more localized area. Then rural whites, they're dispersed around. So obviously there's going to be more forces at work on the black community as a whole. But think about the strides. Think about how how fucking resilient and how much ass has really been kicked despite the active bids to chip away at the black community. Like every step of the fucking way. Think about how well the black community still fucking does, regardless. Yeah. And then, you, and then you compare that. I mean, I'm talking about like um, people that, that that rise from a less than ideal environment and do well. Mm-hmm. I generally hear that more again coming from the black community than I do low SES whites. You don't really hear this rags-to-riches shit of um, I, I, my poor boy grew up in eastern Kentucky and came and became a astrophysicist. You don't yeah. really hear that kind of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know if it's because it's not fucking happening. I don't know if it's just a, it's not a priority for anybody to shine any light on. But I mm-hmm. think that we're leaving a group of people who could be allies if they were yeah. guided and if there was some understanding on our side i think we're leaving them behind now if they're inherently fucking racist then then they're gonna have to get left behind what are you, are you sending a fucking fax over uh hmm? what is going on over there what that, happened it, it's i sound like you're running a an air drill or something
0: someone's like doing yard work out there i'm sorry if you can hear that is it is it my mic that's acting up
1: you're good now it
0: might have been me i don't know
1: but but yeah like there's this whole side of shit that for real since we've been having this conversation and i'm like now that i think about it like poor white people ain't got nothing like at least black people are cool (laughs) yeah and I know, mean for real you can't yeah, it's not cool true. to be white so what, what what manifestation of white is is cool it's the manifestation of white that's like
0: I don't give a fuck what you think and it's it's the it's the it's also goes into the the whole idea of that privilege that what where, where I think it angers a lot like some white people when you talk about white privilege is that thing that they kept some of them kept life so simple or whatever that they didn't really amount to much do you know what i mean like when you didn't really amount to much and you hear things like white privilege being a thing like you can you it's going to instill some anger there but then you're also going to you're like all right how can i combat that you double down with this kind of shit that we're talking about because it's, it's go ahead
1: well, and we got idiots on our side too. Oh like, God. We, we got fucking idiots that don't know why they mad. They just yes. mad.
0: Yeah. That part kind so, of annoys me. I want to read something really quick. Uh, and this, this sort of solidifies, um, or provides some background to why I think, uh, there are people who still vehemently, uh, support the flag to, to the levels that they do. So it says uh, in May 18th and this is this is kind of lengthy and I'll, I'll likely fuck it up because it's not magnifying the text like I want it to anyway. In May 1865, a month after the end of the American Civil War and the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, new president uh, Andrew Johnson issued guidelines for readmittance of the former Confederate states into the Union based on the reconstruction plans that Lincoln had developed during the war. The president offered amnesty to individuals who had taken oath of loyalty to the United States, but there were exceptions. Confederates who had who held high civil or military offices during the war and those who had owned property worth $20,000 or more in 1860 had to apply individually for a presidential pardon. When 10% of the voters in the state had taken an oath of loyalty, the state would be permitted to form a legal government and rejoin the union in Mississippi. Johnson appointed William L. Sharkey, a union Whig, as a, prov- a provisional governor to guide reconstruction in the state and to organize the election of delegates for a state constitutional convention. And so I was talking about how. um how Sharkey went into these uh, into these areas and he talked about what he saw. He said, wherever I go, the street, the shop, the house or the steamboat, I hear people talk in such a way as to indicate that they are yet unable to conceive, uh, conceive of the Negro as possessing any rights at all. Thomas worried that whites who are uh, honorable in their dealings with their white neighbors will cheat a Negro without feeling a single twinge of their honor to kill a Negro. They do not deem murder. Such men openly boasted to Thomas that blacks will catch hell uh, when local whites uh, reacquired political control. Trying to explain this defiance, Thomas pointed to prejudices seared into the white minds and into the hearts of the era of slavery. As Thomas put it, though the white Mississippians admit that the individual relations of masters and slaves have changed or have been destroyed by the war and the president's emancipation proclamation. They still have an ingrained feeling that the blacks at large belong to the whites at large. Dude, this it feels like this explains it. Like it feels like that is their way to. That's one of their ways to have pride in there is because after that reconstruction, it was so. It. I mean, it, it that the whole South got absolutely decimated. I want to know your thoughts on that. Well,
1: if we take it back to, and I hate to do this because we always do this or I always do this, but if we take it back to some kind of like psychosocial biological component, Mm -hmm. um, there's also the possibility again that, you know, we, and we've talked about it at length, that racism isn't necessarily 100% motherfucking taught. Mm -hmm. And you have the descendants of people walking amongst us that might possess genes that make them inherently averse to somebody that looks different than they motherfucking do. So hypothetically, if we have an entire group of people that are descended of folks that came over probably were subjugated they were probably low man on the totem pole Mm -hmm. across the pond and that's one of the reasons why they came over here they were like well i'm gonna carve out something over here in the united states Mm -hmm. I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do that shit um if those genes are have manifested themselves and through social factors just continue to proliferate -hmm. Then there might be a genetic fucking component in certain groups. But the problem is, there's so many, there are so many people that don't fit that fucking description. Yeah. That, that we know personally that are like, but again, like, I don't know, I don't know how racist a motherfucker is necessarily. Like people, people aren't going to let their true self show in front of me or you, even when they, T- dipped a toe in the water they still mm-hmm. aren't going to show the the depths of how they really feel about it. i don't yeah. i don't hear c- candid discussions about white people well you know i just don't really agree with you know blacks black like that's not a part of my life and i'm sure it's yeah. part part of a lot of people's lives i know mm-hmm. they're like well my people's he's nice but he just he doesn't hate black people he just doesn't want He doesn't believe in mixing of the races. That's not that's that's here, man. That's not an uncommon fucking thing. That's that's motherfuckers' parents right now that are in their fucking forties and fifties now. So so we're stuck, man. We're stuck Mm -hmm. in this position where um, we have to acknowledge that these these fucking pervasive subjugating factors exist and are still. Put in place these this arc Jesus Christ. This
0: That's, yeah well, I've just got home. So. Uh,
1: Ernie's this, losing
0: his this, fucking mind.
1: Well, this archaic system that has been put in place forever to subjugate black folks uh-huh. um, is intrinsically tied to a culture apart from it. Yep. It's intrinsically tied to it. And then whenever you start tampering with it. Even though those cultures generally don't even fucking interact Mm -hmm. on a meaningful level, be it bad or good, when you start tampering with it, then you stir up them motherfucking white people. Yeah. Um, so what do we do? What, what, what is our, what is our, our next right decision to make as part of the movement?
0: I. I think that there needs to be in it in, in the same or in the same fashion that there was a reconstruction post the war. There needs to be a reconstruction that happens here. And I think that that is going to be a tougher, um, uh, a tougher, I don't know what to call it. Like just act in, in itself. It's going to be rough trying to rebuild things, especially after we've established the fact that there are a group of people that, that feel like their way of life is threatened by, by a increasingly changing uh, America and, and, and history has shown that low SES uneducated whites r- routinely get shit on. So, yeah, so, so al- I, I al- along the them, way, like, just like, I don't, this is going to sound so, fucked up, but I'd love to see them subjugated in a certain way. Maybe cause I'm still, I'm still mad about it, you know, but uh <laughs> it would, there has to be a, a clean way to sort of ingrain them or show the whole South because there is something that has happened and, and truthfully, historically it's shown that um, post reconstruction, the entire Southern area of the U S got utterly destroyed. All the, like I said, all the innovation went to coastal places, all the innovation went up north and these places are, are left with, you know, poor health, illiteracy, and all that kind of shit. So all they hang on to is that that's their that's their thing. So if, if this new America that is getting built, uh, once it comes through, there has to be a, um, a borderline disproportionate amount of work done to rebuild what has happened there. And I think that that might allow them to let that shit go
1: well and we we never had a, a truth and reconciliation as a oh, nation yeah. we, we never we we never had any because kind it's been of swept measure. under the rug yeah well yeah and and so the humane thing to do and i think you know and again it i there's schadenfreude all over this oh yeah life. I can't help it. Like it does. When I see a statue of Christopher
0: Columbus. Come Dude, it make, yeah. It makes me feel really happy.
1: Yeah. I, I, I and think I it's know that it's,
0: it's making these people like feel crazy. Yeah. We, we'd be foolish to not admit the schadenfreude because yeah. I do get a sick satisfaction of seeing right. like shit get torn down. But,
1: so. but, but moving forward,
0: if, yeah. if, 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 if we
1: are again, if, if we are the manifestation of, High EQ, mm. you know, the, uh, a a group that, that is going to humanely take the reins, a yeah. movement. I mean, I'm talking about all fucking colors of people, but yeah. uh, overwhelmingly, again, like we talk about the fact that like black, brown, beige, uh, melon, melanistic folks tend to be more on the EQ end of the fucking spectrum, just like, and, if, if we, we have to be that. We have to use that and we have to look at these folks, I think, along the way. And part of the reconstruction is not leaving them in the, in, in the dust. And w- the problem is, is, is figuring out a way that these individuals can express their fucking identity. That, mm-hmm. it, that is a very real identity apart from yeah. white culture that isn't inherently racist. Mm-hmm. Okay? If we're giving motherfuckers the benefit of the doubt, working class, low SES, whites, we can't just label as inherently fucking racist as yeah. a group. But yeah. they are very different than, you know, the 60, say 60% of the U.S. population is white. Correct? Yes. Something around, around that's, there.
0: I know 17% is black. I think that's what it was. Maybe it's... But,
1: yeah. I think it's less than that now. I that's think, it.
0: yeah.
1: Um, but uh, I think sixty percent is white. Well, when you say white, man, that encompasses a whole lot of shit. Yeah.
0: And, and you're you're right. It's sixty point four, and okay. then eighteen point three Latino, and then Black or African American is thirteen point four. That's as of twenty nineteen census.
1: But that's that's the thing, and that sixty percent there is a subgroup that is actively and deliberately subjugated and not on the basis of their skin tone. So Mm -hmm. it's not as, it's not as easy for us to see their subjugation. Yeah. Okay. And it's not, and and they have historically been subjugated on the wrong side of history. I mean, again, truth and reconciliation addresses all of this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to move forward and we're going to be, okay, fuck all this dumb shit. We still have to have a seat at the table for low yep. SES, rural whites who have been victims of this system themselves even yep. if they have benefited from it in some ways as well. 100%. All
0: right. I feel good. I feel good. That's. We're at an hour and six minutes now. Um, do you have any sort of shameless shout outs or anything?
1: Uh, just give us shameless shout out to uh, Tyler Young at Grade 8 Performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's rocking and rolling. He's super busy. He and I started uh, that business, Raw Power Moving Service. So he's basically got three jobs right now. But mm-hmm. if he's got an online training spot, uh, a yeah. uh, coaching spot available, guys, check him out. Um, yep. Grade8Performance.com Yeah, he'll, he'll get you where you, you want to be. And mm-hmm. and and he's a sneaky fuck too like he'll he'll do it deceptive like so you'll be you'll be in way over your head and then you'll have already done your fucking routine and you just go home but uh, shout out to him uh shout out to again uh raw power moving service if you need anything moved we can damn near move anything so yeah give us a shout that's at at raw power movers um you know on, on facebook uh check us out. Yeah. again. There's not a whole lot on the site. It's not like we throw pianos and shit around <laughs> on there, but we can, we can make it happen. And then I got to give a shameless shout out to Lido Bear.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that, man.
1: Well, it's, it's hard to talk about, but yeah, I got, you, you know, uh, lost my dog. Um, yeah. yeah, he passed away. So shout out to him. Um, uh, love you.
0: It's mm. about all I got. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to just uh, my boy uh, David Curran. He just recently started a uh, new podcast. He got pretty pretty motivated. And it's something that he'd always wanted to I do. I saw
1: that. I yeah. Yeah. About, I thought about commenting and being like, "Come fuck with us."
0: Yeah. Yeah. A- at some point, we'll have him on. Um, but his is called uh, All Mixed Up. Uh, MIKST up. it's it's still waiting it's pending his Apple approval but um, he's on Anchor, Spotify and Pocket Cast and so um, I hope to see him grow I hope he stays committed it's, it is a job if you're serious about it you know what I mean um, but I'm, I'm liking yeah. what he's talking about a lot of self discovery and uh, I really wish him the best of luck I'm actually going to give him uh, my snowball mic because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty interested to see where he takes it and uh, so um, props to you, David. I hope uh, that you have success in your podcast. And I just want to thank everyone else for listening to our, us talk about this. I thought that it was really interesting seeing us break something like this down and somehow find an ounce of empathy because I did not think that it would be possible in this discussion. But uh, I think that just goes to show what it, what it means to take something, a, a topic like this apart. And try and find some kind of root cause as to why, because I think on the surface level, it is, it's very easy to just say they're racist, ignorant, all this other stuff, but every, every sort of mindset has a reason for it. And, you know, this is our attempt at at trying to figure that out. So with that, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen. Um, Yeah, listen and follow all the people that we've shouted out. And Chris, I appreciate everything. Mark just texted and said he fell asleep. So he just, he just woke up. So thankfully he doesn't try to jump on because that would make it kind of awkward. So, Chris, man, <laughs> get some rest tonight, do something fun. Everyone else, take care of yourselves and each other. And we are out. Peace. You got to say peace, bitch. <laughs> okay, I did. You. All right, man. See ya. Peace.